Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and I'm really excited to be joined today by Eileen Durfee, who is a former nuclear power plant engineer, inspector, auditor, and real estate developer who became sick due to chemical exposure. She suffered from chronic pain, allergies, Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, and a lack of energy to live a fulfilling life. These symptoms were the result of her body not eliminating the toxins to which she was regularly exposed. She tried a variety of medications, diets, therapies, and more to help recover her health. On a quest to heal her body, she discovered what solutions worked and wanted to use her knowledge and experience to help others. Her journey to overcome her own health issues led to her becoming an investor and entrepreneur with seven utility and three design patents. She founded Creatix Solutions to create and distribute natural healing products worldwide. She has an understanding of toxic home and work environments and knows firsthand what it's like to suffer as a result. Her experience continues to motivate her to create the best possible health solutions to protect family, friends, and consumers from our toxic world, which is big. So Eileen, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. You know, I was sharing earlier, I haven't talked a whole lot about kind of our toxic environment on this show, but it's a huge piece of the pie when it comes to really being healthy. So as always, you know, I, I shared some of your story, but I'd love to hear just kind of what your journey was that's brought you to doing what you do today from being an engineer of all things. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, from the time I was born, I've had problems. Um, I, my hips were twisted. I had to wear special shoes. I was in pain all the time. Um, and you know, one time I grew nine inches in three months. And then shortly after that, I was ran over by a car in a parking lot. And so, you know, every breath was extreme pain. My structure was totally out of whack. And, you know, so I started with some chiropractic and exercises and things like that that helped my structure dramatically. Mm -hmm. Then after having a silver amalgam filling when I was 20, then I fell really sick. I became a universal reactor allergic to everything Mm -hmm. and then found out about the candida, went on that diet. They put me on niastatin, you know, and all these things. Uh, I had to rotate my foods, not eat the same thing within 72 hours, or because now we know because of leaky gut, you become allergic to it. Yeah. And I mean, I had psoriasis all over my body. My hair was falling out. I couldn't even remember anything. And I was just, you know, really sick. And so I just had this underlying belief that, you know, if my body just had what it needed, that I would 
be able to function. And so, I mean, I, I did the Bernard Jensen high colon cleansing and the diet. I mean, I just, there wasn't anything that I wasn't going to try. And I came across hair analysis and it was just one more thing that I was going to try. Right. And I was opened up to the concept of that if the nutrients or minerals that you need are not in your food, which is a huge factor when you look at the USDA comparison and nutrition density in our food. I mean, it's like 40% of what it used to be. Okay. So why do we have all these cravings to eat more? It's because we need the nutrients. But so if it's not in our food, that's a biggie. But the other thing that people don't realize is that we can have cellular biology that's lacking something or has the wrong ratio. So even if the mineral, I call them like new car parts, even if the new car part is there, your body can't install it. So then what does it do when it can't install it? It is smart, man. It will use cadmium for zinc. They don't call them heavy metals for nothing. It doesn't need the sodium pump to get to the cell enzyme binding site. So pretty soon you're like a jalopy with, you know, duct tape and bailing wire or the car that you refuse to change the battery on. So you're jump starting it all the time and not using your headlights. And, you know, so our bodies get used to this adapted life where we've got less and less function. And so when I was exposed to hair analysis, I realized that it was all these toxins in there of why my body wasn't functioning. But then you have the wellness revolution where let's chelate everything out. (laughs) But, you know, then I learned through the process that chelators are non-discriminatory. They're Mm going to take the good minerals with the bad. Now, there is a certain place, I believe, for chelators, like if you've gotten, you know, a super large one-time toxic exposure where then you're going to need, you know, chelators, you know, to help your body out. But for someone who's just been collecting these toxins for years, you know, I don't necessarily believe in those chelators because if we can fix the reason why your body had to use cadmium for zinc or mercury for selenium or lead for calcium, then the body will freely give up that. And so when I started that guided nutrition program using tissue mineral hair analysis, the detox reactions were horrific. I mean, it's like all of a sudden your body goes, man, I won the lottery. Here comes all this stuff. It goes out of your organs and your tissues and it's circulating in your bloodstream. So then when it's in your bloodstream, you can have every imaginable symptom. You know, the things you're trying to get rid of get worse. Right. You know, and then most people quit. So, I mean, my son was going to the University of Washington and he's got a degree in biology and chemistry. And so we were talking a lot at this time. He's going, wow, mom. Yeah, my biology and chemistry teacher, they just don't put two and two together, but that's how it works. And so, you know, I was introduced to sauna therapy. You know, I had a sauna and I was sweating really good. And and the doctor's going, oh, no, you need near infrared. It's better. And I didn't believe him. I thought, you know, hey, I just spent $2,800 on this nice sauna. I'm not going to get rid of it. 
Right. When it went on a trip, I built a near infrared incandescent bulb sauna and started using it by day three. It's like there was this energy that came over me. I mean, this well-being, it was so phenomenal that I never have done another sauna, you know, unless it was near infrared since. So I invented a better widget basically that will heat up, that traps the light, maximizes phototherapy. I mean, part of becoming a practitioner, I degraded daily coffee enemas. And so that was a whole nother topic and challenge. And, you know, it was uh, amazing how my body began to function better again. And so I've been more concerned and focused on protecting my body from absorbing toxins, which, you know, women put all kinds of body care products on their skin. And within a minute, those toxins, the chemicals that you, you don't even realize there's over like 500 of them that, that we're absorbing into our bloodstream. And so that is, it's kind of like, the straw that breaks the camel's back, you know, there's their endocrine disruptors, there's all kinds of things that affect our hormones. And so I developed a whole new natural skincare line that nourishes the skin, has healing properties in it and does no harm that really work. And then the air we breathe, that's probably our number one exposure, because we're breathing all the time. And even the EPA says that the indoor air is three time, three to five times as toxic as outdoor air because we've got the volatile organic compounds, the formaldehydes and all this stuff outgassing from everything from paints to carpets to your furniture to draperies to all these things, you know. And so, you know, after building houses, the ventilation, you know, so start cleaning up your house. I mean, back in the day when I was first sick, you couldn't go to the department store and buy a non-toxic cleanser. Now there's like all kinds of different brands and lines of free of this, free of that, you know, healthy for you. So you got to protect what you're breathing in. And then I developed uh, air purifiers, uh, one that you know, when you're in a sauna and you're sweating, you're breathing toxic humidified sauna sweat. So I have one that cleans all that up and adds extra oxygen. Cause why do we do yoga is we're deep breathing to get more oxygen. So, you know, we're protecting ourselves that way. And then, you know, I learned more about eating, you know, I think uh, the number one thing that women are not doing is, is they're not eating enough protein as you know, we age, we lose our muscle mass. And, and so, you know, adapting the diet, you know, and exercise, there's just so many things, but we got to look at it as a whole body approach. There's unfortunately no silver bullet, you know, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it's like, I've talked a lot on the show about nutritional stuff and managing stress and, you know, some of those pieces, but there's, <laughs> this is for anyone listening who are suddenly feeling, you know, totally overwhelmed. Cause like my house is a disaster and I have all these <laughs> chemicals and that, like, this is a, this is a commitment and a process to really, you know, transition. And lately I've been having more conversations about this with women I work with, but, you know, we have to, 
that's another place to look. Like, especially I had a client that, you know, she's been really struggling to lose weight. We just started working together in my weight loss program. And she's like, but I'm not stressed. Like, I don't, I don't have stress, Dr. Alex. I'm like, well, <laughs> stress comes in a lot of different <laughs> forms. There's chemical, emotional, and physical stress. And so the chemical one is probably, you know, one we forget about. Um, that's really huge. And so I love you're like, I just went and designed all this stuff because there's a lacking <laughs> like <laughs> what we use. So which is awesome. But um in your own journey and just kind of, you know, for for people maybe just starting to like understand and recognize like, okay, I have all this toxic exposure in my life. Like what are some of the, at least that you've learned, like what are some of the symptoms that you can look for or things that can be explained that way or how, like, where would you start? I, that's kind of a bunch of questions, but. in Yeah. Well, your bo- everybody's body is different as far as how, how they respond, but probably the number one thing that is the first clue, the first red flag is not having enough energy, feeling fatigued. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at all the coffee people are drinking and the energy yeah. drinks. Most people have that problem. Yeah, which and, are full of toxins, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the to make coffee is not clean. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, look at your energy level, look at whether you're having, you know, headaches, uh, how you're sleeping, um, what kind of skin rashes type things that you have. You know, how well you're eliminating, how many times you have a bowel movement a day. Are you, I mean, 80% of people don't drink enough water. Yeah. You know, so most people are dehydrated and, and people don't realize that your body has a water allocation system mm-hmm. through histamine receptors. And it's like interesting, you know, your body thinks bone marrow is more important than joint cartilage. So it'll cause the water through the nerve sheets to supply that moisture to your bone marrow and let your cartilages dry up. I mean, how many people have joint pain? I mean, you know, so the number one thing that they need to be looking at is, are they hydrated? But then what kind of water are we drinking? People can be drinking reverse osmosis and distilled water, which the surface tension on that causes it not to hydrate the tissues as well. And it strips the minerals out of the body. So you, you drink an ultra pure water, but you're not hydrating. I mean, you know, check to see how many times you're urinating. Someone who's drinking that kind of water will probably urinate a lot, but have symptoms of dehydration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I really recommend getting some high quality spring water. I actually have Mountain Valley water delivered in five gallon glass jars. And it's really got the nice alkaline mineral. Those are like new car parts for your body. It Mm -hmm. loves those things. So it will naturally help your body detoxify. So I I would say the number one thing is drinking the right water and the right amount of water. And then probably another thing is, is we have the 21st century disease where we're indoors way too much. Yeah. So we're not getting the natural photons that we were really created to have. We're not grounded. Um, The air we breathe, the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems are stripping the negative ions from the air. Just having a lack of negative ions can make you feel depressed, have headaches, and give you fatigue. 
And so let's, you know, I, the, the number one thing I tell people in their homes, go over to their thermostat controller. There's a fan switch that says auto. And then there's a fan switch that says on. Turn that to on so it constantly runs. And no, you're not going to spend a lot more money on electricity. It takes more amps to hit the coils on that to turn it on than it does to just leave it running. Hmm. And just the simple fact of changing that air filter, even the, the lowest quality one, yeah. regularly and have that extra ventilation is going to reduce the contaminants from the air in your home that you're breathing. So that's like something very simple. You know, and I always tell people to do baby steps. Never feel overwhelmed that you got to do everything all at once. You know, so I would start drinking more water, get that ventilation fan on, on to increase the air, then start getting the practice of going out in the morning, watching the early sunrise and getting your feet on the ground, grounding. That will help reset the circadian rhythm. So that that's, that's like huge. And those are things, you know, that's not going to cost anybody any money, really. No. And if and if they do that for 30 days consistently, it's like I give people the challenge, they're going to feel so much better just off of that, not doing anything else. Yeah, you know, it would help if you would go get a different laundry detergent that doesn't have chemicals that you're rubbing up against your skin all day in the clothes you're wearing. You know, yeah. let, I mean, that's, you know, that's going to cost you money, but you're spending money on laundry detergent anyway. But, you know, baby steps, start transitioning, look at all your household cleansers, because there is a lot of, uh, uh, you know, products out there. It's so easy to source that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, probably, you know, a lot of people ask me, Eileen, if I'm going to do one thing for my health, what should I do? My number one answer is always do a daily coffee enema. <laughs> and people go, love it. people go, what? And so then I go through the story. I mean, we could talk an hour just on coffee enemas, but I was given the challenge to do that. And I, they've been around for what, 3000 years. Okay. Yeah. But the story I like best about how it became scientifically validated would be when Hitler's army was cut off from supplies. They were operating on soldiers without anesthesia or pain pills. And the doctor always gave a plain water enema. Well, one of the nurses started putting leftover coffee in the enema buckets because after all, it kept the doctor going. You know, so then the pain was so reduced that this became famous in Europe. Actually, three universities, one in Vienna and other places studied. They started putting coffee solution up rats to figure out what was going on. <laughs> and the magic number is 12 minutes. All the caffeine and the palmitic acid left the rectal canal, went up the portal vein which looks like pull up a 
tomato plant, shake it off, see all the roots. Yeah. It's like those little fibers, the pleural vein hook along the intestinal tract and go to the liver. And then it causes the liver bile ducts to expand and produce tremendous amounts of bile. Besides the bile production, it increases glutathione 600%. You know, so glutathione is good for detox. It fills your bloodstream with free radical scavengers, antioxidants, and it turns on enzyme systems. And so usually I give the two-week coffee enema challenge, do it every day. And I, you know, we used to have to use the bag or the bucket, lay down, you know, get up, all the stuff leaks out because you got no bowel control. It's a mess, you know, but by the end of two weeks, you usually got it down pat. But I created the stand-up no mess enema fix that has a pump that you can basically jump in your shower pump in half the solution, stand there, take a nice long shower, rub your stomach, you know, up, you know, and over. And, you know, when you feel like to eliminate, you go sit on the toilet, you jump back in the shower, you refill. And I mean, there's no getting down, no problem with your knee, no problem with your back. You can still lay down if you like to. I mean, I invested in a $300 Kalima board where you flip the toilet lid up, you put this thing on, you lay down. So, and then I put an ozone water bidet so I could, you know, rinse off, you know, but still cleaning that up and doing all that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that takes time. So I always want to make the gizmo that's easy to use that you're actually going to use. Yeah, I, it's just like I have this obsession with trying everything new, and you know how many gizmos I have that I never use anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that would be my number one thing to try. Is you know the coffee enema? It, it's amazing what it does. I have a client that you know him and his wife came to me, and you know he was on antidepressants, allergy medications. He couldn't sleep well, just all these problems. We cut their hair for the test and he bought an enema bag. And then when they came back a month later and I was going, you know, here's your program, but don't do it. All of it. Cause your body's going to think it's one the lottery. Just start really slow. Just take a third of it. Your morning dose. Don't do any more. Don't be in a rush. Mm-hmm. He's like going, because 80% of his problems disappeared just by doing a coffee enema for a month. 80%. So he goes, no worries. I'll just do a second coffee enema in the day and I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've had like this nurse, she couldn't even work with the migraines that she was having. Mm -hmm. And she was so sensitive that she couldn't even take a glandular or a endocrine support, you know, formula because it would speed her up and her body would be dumping stuff so bad that she would have these incapacitating migraines where she couldn't work for three to five days. And so she could hardly take any supplements. And I said, that's okay. Let's just do these coffee enemas. And, you know, she got rid of her migraines by doing coffee enemas how many people are out there resorted to medications for their migraines? And so, you know, 
it's just amazing. And people ask me, Eileen, what about your electrolytes? That's going to just really skew your electrolytes off. Well, I was in a car wreck in 2013. I'd been doing daily coffee enemas since 2011. So I had two years, you know, good two years under my belt of doing them daily. Of course, all the blood work for the surgery and everything like that. And I was just like, perfect. They like actually commented on how great my blood work was. And when I was over at the physical therapy place, you know, they had this, S3 machine that was on the Dr. Oz shows to measure circulating antioxidants. And they used it to sell you tablets for antioxidants. Okay. Okay. So I I put my hand on there because Dr. Oz was 75,000. And I mean, I guess if you have 60,000 or more, you you know, they don't even think you'll ever get cancer. Mm -hmm. And so I put my hand on there. This was after anesthesia and (laughs) After my pain pills, I thought I would just really be bad on the test. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take any antioxidants, just the coffee enema and the near infrared sauna with that phototherapy that actually increases the antioxidants to your body. I was 80,000 and they're going, oh my gosh, what do you do? And I, you know, this is what I do, you know, and they go, wow, you're never going to get cancer. That works, you know? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so definitely you can feel, and even people, I used to be allergic to coffee. Mm-hmm. People used to say, well, I'm very sensitive to coffee, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, instead of starting out with a normal amount, they could just take like a, you know, strong brewed coffee and only put like in a quart, they could, they could just put a teaspoon. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, and, you know, and then I'm hearing back from them going, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better. You know, I can't drink coffee, but, you know, <laughs> they can use it the <laughs> other way. So it's just so helpful. That's awesome. And, you know, for those listening, because I, um, one of the continuing ed things I did, we actually did a really long learning about coffee enemas. And, you know, these guys had their own process. But in terms of like, the quality of the coffee, do you find that makes a difference? Like, do you have recommendations on what kind of coffee to use, how to brew it, like that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, with everyone loving coffee, every single town probably has somebody who has a roasting machine. Yeah. So what I do is we have a local place that gets the organic green coffee beans and they roast them for me and call me the next day and I come pick them up. So it's like ultra fresh. It hasn't sat in a warehouse. It hasn't, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, so I recommend doing the medium to the dark roast. Now Gerson recommends the light roast coffee. Well, if you, that's got a lot more caffeine in it, but literally because I tried that, mm-hmm. my skin turned green. My wow. skin turned green from using the light roast coffee and not as much stuff comes out. Hmm. So you're, so the principle of yin and yang, yawn, right. you know, you're with the roasting, it's more yawn, it's going to be more uh, detoxifying and everything like that. And so that's why I recommend the darker roast for the coffee enemas. 
Okay. I've heard that as well. So, and then you created something that you can do it standing up and there's also lots yeah. of those out there, as you've said. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Actually a little show and tell here. Okay. Yeah. If you're watching video, you get to see this thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so not off glass is non-toxic. So I, this right. is all SGS certified, okay. uh, specially made, got a little adapter and then there's a pump and then a long enough hose with tips. I include vaginal tips, rectal tips, but you know, after you prime it, you just, so you can stand up and have a no mess coffee solution. If you're traveling, you also get um, a smaller jar about, you know, 600, about 700 milliliters. And then you get uh couple rectal adapters and a couple vaginal ones but yeah so it's just makes it so you don't have an excuse anymore to try it like oh I have a hard time getting up or down or I don't want to lay down or I don't want the mess Uh, this is just like super simple just take a long shower (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard people not liking showers (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. So, you know, that, and I think for so many people, it just seems like a weird thing. I know when I first started learning about it, I was like, yeah, I don't know about this, but you gotta just do it. Just try it. You'll be amazed. What I I always give my clients two week coffee anima challenge. And I tell them that I'll never ask them to do it again, because if they do it daily, they'll never quit. That's how it sells itself. <laughs> it, it just does. You know, before the 1900s, I mean, look at all those old magazines. Everybody was doing enemas before we started medicating ourselves to death. That was just like a go-to, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's just super important to know it doesn't mess up your electrolytes and you know, as far as bowel function, you know, it doesn't mess that up. And then if somebody is constipated because, you know, what, 80% of people out there have an underactive adrenal and thyroid gland. So your electrolyte sodium levels are too low. So he's, cause that electrolyte sodium turns into hydrochloric acid, which is what digests our food, which regulates the bowels. So that's a problem, but most people are not eating the right kind of carbohydrates that are high in fiber that are low glycemic to give that bulk. And so, you know, if they can change their eating habits, as far as adding in adequate fiber, drinking water, because that's, you know, constipating, then you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, People will say, well, you know, then I'll be dependent on the enema, not if you're eating right, but it's so much better to do an enema when you're constipated. So you're not reabsorbing those toxins. Mm. No. And then it changes the pH of the intestinal tract. So it's easier for the good bacteria to survive. And now we know that, I mean, geez, you can take fecal matter from somebody with high blood pressure and put it in a normal person and they'll develop high blood pressure. It is about your microbiome. And so we got to do things. The good bacteria thrives on the fiber. 
you know, being hydrated, the right pH. And so with stimulating that liver, you know, to produce those things that change the pH of the intestinal tract, I mean, it reduces the amount of, you know, parasites and things. I mean, the other things people don't realize is how are you preparing your food before you eat it? Because everything grown in the soil or from an animal has got parasite larvae that you can't see, but hatches once it gets in your body. So that's another thing I teach people besides drinking the right amount of water is start using an ozone generator and cleaning your food. Because not only do we have the parasites are assaulting our immune system, how about listeria, E. coli, salmonella? Do you realize how many people are having bouts of diarrhea and gastric upset because of food poisoning, because their food wasn't, you know, clean. Yeah. And so that's another thing is, is I sell an ozonator and I've got a diffuser degasser that mixes the ozone into the water 10 times faster. And it gets rid of all the toxic gas. Cause you don't want to breathe ozone gas because it'll give like a sunburn on your lungs. And plus it, Uh, competes with oxygen receptors. So of course I had to make that because there wasn't a gizmo that did that very well. But yeah, you know, it's like, I'd love to be like on uh, a TV show where I take like a cooking show and have a chicken breast with a black light and the salmon, it'll be crawling all (laughs) over it. And then I have a patent for you know, a system that goes underneath your sink that you turn on the water and just rinse it and have that black light there where it all disappears, making your food safe, you know, and now with coronavirus too, I mean, ozonated water kills Corona on contact. So, you know, making ozonated water, cleaning your counters, getting away from the toxic bleach, you know, there's Mm -hmm. just all kinds of things you can do to, you know, create a new environment around your body so that it can, you know, not have as many things, you know, straws put on the camel's back to collapse it. Most people they're at the point where there's just been adaptation toxin and everything else and stress that just doing one thing isn't going to work anymore. You just kind of got to look at the whole picture and just slowly I mean, just even like I said, the challenge of drinking more water and getting out in the morning barefoot, grounding, watching the sunrise, doing that for a month. You're not going to believe how much better these people are going to sleep by doing that and how much better they're going to feel. So, you know, it's like these tips sell themselves and just do a few. Then that's going to actually motivate you to do more. And then it'll be easier because you're going to feel more energetic. <laughs> right. You're going yeah. to be more motivated. It's it's all good. And for those listening that are in Alaska and like, okay, but we only have two hours of daylight for you know, a significant part of the year and it's 40 below. I'm not going outside barefoot. Um, they do make like grounding mats and grounding blankets that you connect to a grounded socket and you can get a I wouldn't call it the same, but it has a similar effect on your body, um, you know, just as a tip for those. Right. And they have, uh, I think Spurdy makes a vitamin D lamp that you can get, but you guys obviously up there need to be taking vitamin D yeah. every day. So, yeah. And we all do. And we have listeners all over the place. So even those in Southern hemispheres, you can still <laughs> actually not have enough vitamin D. Um, oh yeah, definitely. So- yeah, 
in these days. But one more thought I had is, you know, we're talking about the straw that breaks the camel's back. And like, we have to recognize you can't control how much exposure you get, but you do need to be aware of like when it's become too much and start making some of these changes in the environments and the areas you can control. Like for me, the straw that broke my back was actually when I was 12 and had my MMR booster. I'd had so much toxic exposure already up to that age. I suddenly got really sick. And so my journey, you know, I really started taking control of it when I was like 19 and 20, but um, some of you listening, maybe like you've been broken for a long time where you, you know, are just recognizing that it's time to make some changes with this stuff. And so don't get overwhelmed by it. I would say, Um, you know, I think, I think you've given us some really great, easy starting places um, to really look at this, but any other tips, you know, we've talked about water, we've talked about grounding, we've talked about, um, getting outside and kind of resetting that circadian rhythm, turning your fan on, getting air circulation and coffee enemas. <laughs> uh, well, I also touched on ozone water and all of that. Any other? Well, I think thoughts? a really important thing would be near infrared uh, yes. yeah. sauna therapy. Now I've got a, I think the best gizmo for that, you know, because it's got panels that block the light. So light travels at the speed of light. So I figured why not keep it all in there to maximize phototherapy when you're in there and you don't need to preheat it. It'll get 120 degrees in five minutes and work in the outlet that your hairdryer works in. It can be all put together with out tools. So it's like organic cotton, ROHS certified. People don't realize in America, the zippers in our pants can have 50% more lead than in Europe. And so of course the zippers on the tent are lead free. And, you know, so I went to extreme extent to make it safe and it grounds. It's got the, so it's like a Faraday cage. So it's like the safest place in your home. And one other thing now with all this vaccination going on, there's nanoparticles of metal in there that, you know, and some people can um, escalate the cytokine storm. And one thing, I just read a study from Spain about how glutathione, if your glutathione levels are high enough, that keeps that in check. So it doesn't happen, even if you've been vaccinated. And so again, a coffee enema increases glutathione 600%. So if anybody's concerned about side effects from, you know, having to take the vaccine, just do your daily coffee enema. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) If you take anything from this episode, coffee enema, (laughs) that is it. Um, Fantastic. So where can, you know, people go, obviously you've taken the time and have a lot of the knowledge to design some of the stuff so that we have like easy, accessible, you know, whatever. So where can we go to find out more and find some? Yeah, you can go to my website, Creatrix, that's C-R-E-A-T-R-I-X solutions.com. And then it's, it's, it's kind of like a health, mall shopping store. <laughs> it's like, we just have just about everything. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And I will put that in the show notes. Um, but I think this has been a fun conversation for me. I love everything to do with that with poop and <laughs> animals and all the things um, and just so much valuable information. So thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. 
Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm -hmm.